So one question I'm always asked, who would win in a fight? Who would win in a fight if Galactus fought uh, the Hulk? Or if Thor fought Iron Man? And there's one answer to all of that. It's so simple. Anyone should know this. The person who'd win in a fight is the person that the scriptwriter wants to win. If I want Spider-Man to win, he'll win. If I want the thing to win, he'll win. These are fictitious characters. The writer can do whatever he wants with them. So stop asking those bonehead questions. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka Mr. Boombastic, uh, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, aka D's Nuts, roasted on a ro- uh, open fire. <laughs> Not the lyrics. <laughs> thought, Jack Frost. Thought, who, who roasts? Is it Jack Frost or, or Nuts? I don't know. I don't know. It's one of them. But, but anyway, the, I'm pretty sure this song is banned now. 2021. You had like a little beatbox thing going on, Eli. I didn't even want to interrupt you when we started. I'm like, man, I should, I should let him keep going. Let let him ride it out. And let's see what happens. Anyway, uh, yeah, and we're back with another episode. And yeah, just want to say this episode is brought to you by Trust Bros Moving Company because this is what Gomer should have used when he was moving last week. But he'll know next time. Oh, that's right. That's uh, Gomer yeah. moved. Yeah, that's why he was, uh, they didn't record last week, but they recorded this week. He said uh, he moved everything by himself like he's He-Man, so congratulations on him. But I'm like, you just pay somebody to do that stuff nowadays, you know. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Eli, I got to ask, how's the weather up there? It's finally, get, we're finally getting snow. Snow, we've gotten some flurries here and there for the past couple of weeks, but uh, yesterday we actually got snow that is now on the ground. Snow is on the ground. Wow. So, I was in yeah. shorts and flip-flops all day. Me too. Until I went outside. <laughs> Until you went No, I was outside in shorts and flip-flops cuz I'm at, I'm almost at the cool uncle stage now where you don't have to wear socks anymore. Like socks are no or longer pants. required. Just well, I'm not I'm not there pants. yet. I'm not there yet. I'm almost there at the no pants point. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, but we're getting there. So yeah, I'm just. I heard it's crazy. Back. I heard the weather's crazy all over the country. I heard like Hawaii's getting a blizzard or some shit. But you know what that means? That means when February and March come, we're going to get hit with another, you know, we're going to be living in Hoth again. Yeah, like now that's what I've noticed. Our winters usually start later. Later, now. yeah. We're, starting, we're getting later and later winter. Because usually we, we get snow like in the beginning of November um, yeah. around these parts. But for the past few years, it seems we, we don't start getting snow till later in the, in, in the, in the winter. And, now and we then, know then it we, lasts it lasts till fucking may and june now we don't want to <laughs> blame it on you know the big g you know global warming we don't want to go to quick we know some people think it's a political hot topic you know you know here we don't do political so we're not going to go there uh but it could be uh now <sighs> b- before 
Look at your tasty beverage. There are no sponsors here. Until they pay us, we're not going to show who we're just drinking. Just a, yeah. a dope-ass Spider-Man glass. Okay. My cream, you can, my you... cream. This is cream soda. Oh, see, we were going to sit there. I was going to put a poll down and guess what you were drinking. Oh. You just spoiled it right there. <laughs> <laughs> what is in Eli's cup? <laughs> Come in every here. time. <laughs> Coat 45. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? Okay, so before we get to the podcast, I want to do some house cleaning. Uh, because I get asked a random question every now and then. Like people find out I got a po- podcast. You know, we got a podcast, and they always ask what we talk about, you know, and they always give us suggestions, Eli, of what we should talk about, you know. Now, of course, you know, I never pay attention to any stuff. But this time, I feel like I should address it. Like, because one thing that it keeps getting uh a reoccurring theme that like people is it, want. is this is it comic theme like when you say oh we talk about comic books and they're saying well you should talk about you know social issues like how the economy and blah 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 all that shit well my mom wish we talked about more about Tyler Perry movies but that's neither here nor there if I but see any I think I saw if any. I see any yeah I saw the Halloween one I did see the Halloween one. <laughs> why you know they made two of those right i don't know i think it was on tv and somebody was watching and i was in the same room and didn't leave that's how that, that's how it happened <laughs> okay so you got trapped into watching the tyler perry <laughs> yeah. movie so we'll review it one day it'll be one of the halloween watches we'll watch but no actually this is comic book related what we were talking about is that people always ask us why don't we ever debate superhero fights why don't we ever debate who would win in a fight and I just thought, and I just noticed it because every other, you know, comic book podcast, they do this stuff. They go like long, 30 minute, hour long, well, he can do this and he can do that. And this is his feet. And this is it. I never cared. I mean, like I said, we could always debate about who would win between Batman and Black Panther, you know, who would win between Superman and Thanos, you know, all this stuff like that, and all this fine and dandy. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. And you know why it doesn't matter? Because of the OG. The one that one of the reasons we even started this podcast and we got into this hobby to begin with, Stan Lee, Mr. Excelsior yeah. himself. He's the one that debunked this whole theory stuff like that because basically what he said that it doesn't matter what superhero fights over here, what superhero fights over here, the winner is always whoever the writer wants it to be. So we can argue over Batman and Black Panther or Superman and Thanos. Doesn't matter. Whoever's your favorite, that's gonna win. I give you a prime example. Your boy, Frank Miller. That's my now, boy, Uncle Frank. That's your boy, that Uncle Frank. That, my boy, too. He's my boy, too. <laughs> but we do know that Frank Miller has a bias towards Batman. So that's the main reason why Batman always kicked the shit out of Superman anytime Frank Miller was writing him. It's not because Batman is just, you know, prep time. No, he just likes Batman. That's all. It's the same thing when you got any black writer writing Black Panther. He's going to just do the most insane, craziest shit ever, like beating the shit out of Silver Surfer. You know, can he do that any other time? No, but when a black writer gets to get him. It's the same thing when an Asian writer writes Shang-Chi. Now he's beating the shit out of Thor. That's <laughs> what happens, you know? So we can just keep talking about all this stuff like that, who will win the fight, who will win. At the end of the day, it doesn't or matter. Or Echo having the Phoenix Force and flaming the shit out of everybody. <laughs> exactly. If, like if Eli wrote the story, you know? <laughs> you know, so that's what will happen. But that's why it doesn't really matter. We can argue all day who this and who this. It doesn't matter. It's whoever you want it to be. Like I said, I've always had this theory that the one above all is not the writer. The one above all is the reader. Remember when I uh, when I I riled up a bunch of people online, who were saying who would win, Hulk or Superman, 
And then and I you said, said kryptonite jizz or something. I, 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 I said, I said, get Hulk's gamma radiation has Kryptonian property. So Superman just being in the Hulk's present would weaken him. And then Hulk would whoop his ass. And <laughs> right. Well, then people start like researching. Wait, is, is that a thing? Is what that is real? Is that, is that, that real? Right? Is, that, is that true? Is that true? I was like, no, it's not fucking true. <laughs> but whenever I played with my action figures, that's right. Like, but then yeah, it's not attacking you, Eli. Prove it, Eli. Prove it. <laughs> Show me a scan. Yeah, you're like, oh, your 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 toys are not canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And it means leaving this their headaches from fans. It's a th- and another thing is reason you can't do these debates because powers power levels change all the time like one time superman can barely build the next time he's shrugging off a nuclear explosion so how can you say what happened one time you know batman can beat the whole justice league and then gets his ass beat by a dude that can uh just do riddles like it it doesn't make any sense you know but it's comics yeah do whatever you want to do superman could you know destroy the world with his dick but then he needed guns in the nineties, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that, that's comics for you. So yeah. So I just I just want to just do that little bit of house cleaning. We can move on past that. Uh Eli, we saw a TV show. We sure did. We sure did. And honestly, I thought you were gonna check out by the last uh two episodes we saw last time, but you decided to stick with it. I was like, no, Bravo. I, I, I told you the last the second the ending of the second episode that oh the second ending, you were like, okay, oh. <laughs> you decided to stick with this. So okay. So what we're talking about is we're talking about episode three of Hawkeye. Uh, and I actually want to dig into this episode. Now, Eli, I know you got some stuff you want to address on also, but I want to dig into some stuff with Hawkeye also because a lot of stuff went down in this episode. Um, action pack. Action pack. I'll be honest with you, Eli, like out of all the Disney Plus episodes that we've had like this year, this might be my favorite episode out of all the Disney Plus shows. Lies now, let let me clarify. Let me clarify because people were like, well, what about Daredevil? And I didn't say Netflix. I'm not counting Netflix. <laughs> I'm not counting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like I said, that Quake and Ghost Rider fight went hard as hell. I'm not counting all that stuff. Just Disney Plus, WandaVision, Locals like that. This might be my favorite episode. Now, every other Disney Plus episode would be like, it's okay, but it had like one scene or thing that would just catch you. You know, like, oh, well, I got to watch this thing. This was entertaining, consistently entertaining throughout the whole 40 minutes, whatever it was it, it, it we got. It was just like, it was just the it ending. Was it was pretty short. I remember it, go, it went by really quick. I, yeah. I think it was 40 minutes. I think it was like a 40-minute yeah. show. But it yeah. just, I was going to say, it just felt quicker because so but much then, stuff then, like, the happening. credits are like 10, so it's like a half hour. <laughs> well, that's true, too, if you want to sit through all this stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I had a blast. It was, it was fun. I did. I was like, "Oh, this made up for the second the, or the first the LARPing two. scene." Yeah, 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 and all the Christmas, you know, Hubble, you know, uh, uh, cheer that I, I just wasn't. There was no snow on the ground yet, so I wasn't in the Christmas spirit yet. So <laughs> you're starting to get there now. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my whole thing. So we're starting to. Uh, yeah, that's the thing about this show is that it's starting to get a little bit more street level. Starting to getting to the storyline. Eli, you called it. You call the exact uh, storyline of what was going to happen? Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. just made sense, you know. I mean, if they if if they're going to have Echo be like the main baddie, and why is she after Hawkeye? You know, it would kind of make sense that that's he would have killed her dad. So right, and a lot of people understand. Well, why would he kill her dad? He looks so sweet and innocent in in the in the beginning. 
No, he was a gangster. He yeah. was a mobster. That's just like everybody else. He was leading the tracksuit. Yeah. I don't know how that got miscommunicated with the audience, but yeah, yeah he, he was, was wearing a tracksuit in, yes. in, in the show. <laughs> he had a <laughs> like I don't know how that flew over people's heads. You know, uh, even even the scene I, I've heard some people like uh, say some things like uh, like the little boy that got beat before she went up there. He was credited as little Kazi. So that was the same dude that she was doing the sign language with. So they've known each other like for, for years. They grew up together. Kazi. Which means that his dad might be a tracksuit also, which means this might be like Is a that that clown guy? Yes. But no. He's a clown in the comics. Okay. But in this, he's just <laughs> but in this, he's just a dude. But he's got the same name, but Kazi, you know. And so. But yeah, same okay. guy. So so it feels like they're running like some kind of training facility for the kids to take over the tracksuits, you know. Uh, and yeah. I guess we got to address the elephant in the room. Uncle. Uncle, Uncle Willie. Uncle, Uncle <laughs> Willie. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you're saying we may be chasing waterfalls again. This may be another Mephisto thing or this may be, you know, whatever you want to call it. This is different from Mephisto. Because... There's no way it can be anybody but Kingpin. Now, Mephisto thing, that was some reaches we were doing on that. I, I get that. Uh, Magneto showing up, that's a reach on this. There's nobody. There's no way this can be nobody but Kingpin. When he says, uncle is going to take you uh, home after school, you can hear his footsteps walking. He has on a black suit, full suit, cufflinks, big man, and he's he damn near laughs like Kingpin. I'm almost certain that that's the same guy. That played Kingpin was last Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. Now that's the thing. So like I said, and then we got more dialogue with Hawkeye talking about there's somebody over her. Uh, you really don't want to mess with this guy. Like, who could be over her? Who's running crime in New York? If you're Ronin, you and you're doing all this shit in New York, you're going to run into Kingpin. Like, there's no other way you can do it but that. You know. Uh, so there's too many breadcrumbs they're placing to not be Kingpin. The question is, will it be Vince D'Onofrio? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. You know, uh, everybody's saying, well, maybe it's another crime boss. Maybe it's Tombstone. And like, no, it's not <laughs> Hammerhead, Tombstone, the Machia, whatever like that. No, it's Kingpin. We don't care about those guys. We care about Kingpin. So we got to see how this goes. Uh, yeah. I just, if it is, I just want to see Vince D'Onofrio. And that's, and like, that's comic oh. accurate, you know. It's comic accurate because in the comics, Kingpin was over the tracksuit and he put a hit out on Hawkeye. It all tracks up. Like it's like I said, if they're following a comic, it will be Kingpin. Now, even just a Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye will be Kingpin. So, like I said, six in the house. Six one six. What we got? What we got? Uh, boy, it's not like it. Uh, like I said, six one six. It can't be anybody but Kingpin. It's got to be him. Yeah. But like I said, will it be Vincent Narfio? Will they recast? Will they do a CGI fat guy? Will it be the Big Show? Instead of, you know, <laughs> you know what, what will they do? We don't know. Be Kenny Powers, Danny McBride. Right. <laughs> well, it's the big show. <laughs> Marvel has recast it. He's a, he's a variant, you know. Wilson fucking fist, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we got to see how that goes. But I'm trying to see what else happened in the episode. Just a bunch of other awesome stuff that happened. It was heartwarming. The, just pin, how the it, Pim Arrow? what the pim arrow that took me out i was like whoa because i saw it and i was like is that what i think it is and then he dropped saw, it and dropped yeah i saw pim i was like oh shit is it gonna is it gonna, is he gonna shoot that thing and it's gonna go small and because that, that's right <laughs> that's an ant-man arrow and then I, it got it went the opposite it got big and i was like oh shit and i, was, and I just smiled i had a, I had a grin 
I'm smiling the whole uh, time. They, they getting you, Eli. They getting you. They get, <laughs> Marvel slowly reeling you back in. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, and even the chasing in the chasing was straight from the comics. Like it was straight from the comics. Like I said, when oh they, yeah, when he had, she had all the arrow, the different arrows and shit, the different yeah. arrows, stuff like that. Like matter of fact, the arrows she was using were the same arrows from the comics. That cable arrow, shock arrow, suction arrow. Yeah. They were on the same bridge. You know, the only difference was is that where Hawkeye told her not to take the the seventy two charger uh she took the like echo took the 72 yard charge and char- chased him after him. so either way a, a 72 charge was in the comic regardless. oh yeah 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 so uh what do we got here him tech, tech is back in action tech. so yeah will a cga fat suit no it won't because <laughs> <laughs> because you can tell that hawkeye isn't having the same budget like the other marvel shows doing they're kind of more low, but they scaling back on these shows. We so get just John like, Leguizamo in a fat suit. <laughs> yeah, like Violator and Spawn. No, it's not gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to think what else happened in this in this uh episode. Like I said, and towards the end, like I said, we got Swordsman. I, I think they're gonna change it up where it doesn't seem like Swordsman and Hawkeye know each other. So yeah. which is not a big deal for me. I know some comic book fans get all bent out of shape over that, and they say the show because it's not canonical the comic accurate i don't care that's not what, what happened in the comics like let oh. it go <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just let it go we're not here to uh bash everything that happened just because it's not 100 accurate if they do something different fine that keeps us on our toes that means we don't know what's going to happen because as a comic fan that shit would be boring if i knew what was going to happen yeah echo you know? ain't no hawkeye fan or hawkeye enemy well, she bangs him in the comics at one point. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. She bangs him <laughs> in the comics. Yeah, and, and we do, and we do have to mention that Echo is the first Ronin. She was the first Ronin. Yes, she was the first Ronin, and that's how Hawkeye got the suit because he banged her and took it from her. So yeah, yeah. Well, she gave so. it to him. She's like, I'm done with this. Yeah, she, yeah, she's oh, like, yeah, a, she well, got... yeah, she was like a masterless samurai. She was like, uh, you know, I'm done. My mission is over. This is yours now. You know. Yeah, yeah, Frank. We uh, <laughs> we we try. We were not late. We're always on time. We're just uh, <laughs> just behind schedule. Yeah. Uh, but what was I talking about on that? Yeah, with Echo, like I said, she was the first Ronin. But here's the thing: the first Ronin was actually supposed to be Daredevil. Let's yeah. let's go back there because of Prince. Yes, but that's the reason, right. okay. but the reason it wasn't because Brian Michael Bendis, like I said, he's the guy that did all the stuff. He created Ronin. He's like, I got this new character I made named Ronan. He's already a character. Guess who this character is? And everybody already guessed. It's Daredevil. It's Daredevil. It's Daredevil. So he's like, well, screw y'all. I'm going to make somebody else. You know, <laughs> he just made Echo. So, yeah. I think, isn't Echo one of his creations also? Like, he made No, Echo, Echo is by uh, Casada and David Mack. Because, okay, yeah. Because I knew, I knew Bendis. Uh, she started knew... out as a Daredevil villain. You know, so. Yeah. And then we're from there. And then, uh, and then, she, and then she kind of disappeared for a while. And then Bendis brought her back. Daredevil bangs everybody. You know, yeah, Daredevil you know. bangs everybody. That's that's like his <laughs> thing. <isn't it? laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, like I said, Eli, I know, I know you want to go into some deep lore with Echo because I know people want to know about. Well, Echo. I could. Yeah. I mean, I could. Um, I got some images I can throw up there. Let's just throw Go some shit it. up. Let's just get, mm-hmm. get, get this shit up there. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so, I mean, for those who don't know, Echo um, it started out as a daredevil villain. She was, um, uh, 
her dad, Crazy Horse Lopez, was um, a gangster, Was worked for the Kingpin. He was like a hitman for the Kingpin. Kingpin had him killed. Um, and then raised Echo as one of her, as his own daughter, you know. Echo doesn't have any superpowers, but she has like, what do you call that? The eidetic memory or whatever. Yeah, the Where, photographic reflexes, whatever they call it. Yeah, uh, she basically can watch. Yeah, Taskmaster, she, yeah. Yeah, kind of like Taskmaster. She watches you do something and then she can do it exactly the way you did it, like mimic you. And so um, when she gets older, she tell, uh, Kingpin tells her that Daredevil killed her dad. So she goes after Daredevil to kill him sees footage of him fighting and that's why she's able to uh to um to kick his Mimic ass him. Yeah. yeah so she's got these awesome fighting skills um and she can do that with anything she can play music even though she's yeah she's deaf um she's uh and um like in one of the comics she like watches tony stark fly a quinjet and then boom she's a pilot of the quinjet now you know <laughs> so so she's like a master of mimicry um, and so, yeah, she, she fights Daredevil in that first story arc, um, finds out that it wasn't actually Daredevil, but it was Wilson Fisk. She goes back after Wilson Fisk and kills him. But of course he doesn't stay dead. Um, he just ends up being blind or whatever. She shoots him, you know, and then she disappears for a while until, uh, Bendis brought her back in Young Avengers, New Avengers, which one? N- new Avengers. Avengers, yeah, new but Avengers? he completely reinvented the team, yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, at first they wanted to get, yes, they wanted Daredevil to go infiltrate Japan and infiltrate Silver Samurai and the Yakuza and the Hand and, um, you know, find out what's happening. There's some shit going down and Daredevil's like, no, I'm not going to do it, but I know somebody else who can. And the whole arc, it's just this ninja infiltrating, you know, the Hand, kicking the Hand's ass. Um, but when we fight. never know who the ninja is, the we whole never time know who we, the yeah. is until at the end they reveal it is Echo, um, and uh, so she becomes like kind of an Avenger for a while, you know, um, and that's about it. I know she there's a I know she bangs Moon uh, Moon Knight for a little bit. I don't give a shit because I'm I'm so not a Moon Knight fan that I never gave a shit. They're gonna <laughs> force Moon Knight down your throat. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's got a show coming. Um, yes, yeah, so she kind of sporadically shows up here and there. Recently, Jason Error gave in the, the she's the Phoenix now, um, which I will address later. I read the new issue of that. Um, it seems like they just gave it to her to promote her because she's on the show and she's got a show coming out. That they seems like they got to do something, yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to showcase her a little more, so let's give her the Phoenix Force and. Um, but I don't. Now, think- I, I, I've heard. I heard. I'm gonna let you finish. But I heard a theory that the Echo show is really a smokescreen, and they're gonna switch it, like when it gets time, like sometime next year. Like it's really Daredevil season four. Okay. But they don't want to announce Daredevil season four right now. You know. Okay. Now whether that's true or not, I don't know. I'm just just on that. Well, yeah. I mean, right now she's yeah part of the Avengers. She's got the Phoenix Force. She's super powered cosmic god, basically. Um, just to showcase her because she's on the Hawkeye show, but I don't think they really thought what this means. I, you know, uh, the statement that it means, at least to indigenous people, she is an indigenous character, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe my, I don't know if she's my favorite 
indigenous Marvel character because well, she's, she's definitely the most powerful indigenous she, Marvel character right now. Yeah, she's not. The thing is, she's not around enough for me to <laughs> for that. You know what I mean? Right, she's just not, a background character. Like she's, she's always there, but yeah, she's yeah. They, they never really showcase her that much. She's always yeah. She's always just eye candy, a, a hot chick that other superheroes get the fuck. Um, they kind of addressed that in that Indigenous Voices comic that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of addressed, like, all these dudes are hitting on her. She's getting all these texts and shit. They kind of addressed her being this, like, you know, that basically, like, object. fetishizing her. Yeah. yeah, sexual object and shit. So they kind of addressed that. But yeah, she's never, she doesn't have much, even in, in Bendis's run, she doesn't really have much of a personality, you know. Yeah. But and, and like I said, as- once Hawk, when Hawkeye gets the Ronin suit, she disappears. Like, She's yeah. gone in Hawkeye's yeah. just roaming in this. She city. disappears to like the Moon Knight run, and then where all she does is fuck Moon Knight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think she kicks ass in one of the issues. I did pick up a couple, but you know, it, it, I, I like I said, I'm not into Moon Knight to give a shit. Um, but uh, but yeah, she's uh, she's just kind of not. They don't showcase her as much, you know. And that's the thing with the most like like Warpath. They they just kind of you know. Uh, most native characters they don't do much other than Danny Moonstar being a leader of the New Mutants. Like even Warpath doesn't do much. He's kind of a, just a background character all the time too, you know. And and in the Hellions we got John Gray, Gray Crow, <laughs> and um, he does some cool shit. He's got guns and he does cool shit, but he's not the focus. I mean, the most that that story is mainly about. Sinister and 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 Psylocke and shit. And he's just kind of a background character, like and like like Echo. So I think right now they're giving her a push because of the show, and um, I think it's pretty cool. I I like yeah, that's cool. Seeing her kick ass, seeing her fight ninjas and shit is dope. I think you know as a street level character, she's cool. So I yeah, I'm and I'm more into you know Punisher and you know the you know I'm into the street level Marvel shit. Punisher, Ghost Rider. So, Daredevil. so since you're into the street level thing, what do you think about her being all cosmic and, and all this stuff? I I'll save that for my review of the comic. I got some. Okay. I got. <laughs> I don't want to ramble too on uh, about that. But uh, but let's. Do we have any more of those? Let's see. Um, I just. Oh shit! Wrong one. Um. So yeah, these are just you know she has guns. She started out with guns and shit. Um. And swords, because she was basically a, a street level mobster. You know, they did you know a little corniness with the feathers and shit. I noticed in the show, you know, her dad had the tattoo. Let's see if we can find it. They show it there. No, the, but she usually and and she usually has. There's her as Ronan again. Right, and um, then she, even even in the show, like her her father grabbed her face. You know, yeah, and like had the, blood on her face. Yeah, yeah. But her dad had the tattoo of that sun, which is usually on her on on her like chest. There's like a but sun she had she it. had it on her. Yeah, um, on her and jacket. He had, yeah. But he had it he had it tattooed on him. And then yes, yeah. touches her hand with blood, um, or her face with blood, which is like yeah, that's her signature you know handprint on her face. Um, and I guess lately, I think the reason why they didn't do that in the show. Is because that bloody handprint on the face is now like uh, a symbol of the missing and murdered indigenous women movement. Um, mm. That's kind of like the symbol—a symbol that 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 move, raising awareness 
about that issue. So, so I that wasn't a thing at the time when they no, when they made. I've okay. seen and I've seen people, you know, on native social media, people talk about that about this sort of, you know, mocking the movement and. I was like, well, it's not over her. Usually, that's over their mouth. But this is on her face, and it's a white right. handprint. So, but I think they just—that was just a nod to the handprint. Her grabbing, or her dad grabbing her face, is just a nod to the comic, nod to the handprint. But, um, but no, I, I think it's just cool just to see her. You know, she don't she don't need to be in no corny ass costume. You know, I mean, it's just, cool. oh, it's coming. Don't worry, yeah. it's coming. <laughs> you know, but this actress they have, what's her name? Ala Alakwa. Man, I, I, man, here's the thing about her. They said this is the first thing she's ever been in. She has amazing screen presence. Oh yeah, like she doesn't just stay. She just owns the room when she walks in the room, and that's, that's very hard to do. Remember how we talked about when I was in the uh, watching Red Notice with the Rock and and. Mm-hmm like uh the other guy ryan reynolds so like they have screen press but anytime anybody stands on screen with them kind of get swallowed up because they don't have the same presence she had it like oh, she's yeah. walking the room and like just it just everything just gravitates around her so i, I was like her like marvel got a good find her it like it's not like marvel just found somebody just like just check a box just throw in there no they they found an actor pull this yeah. off pull this off yeah, and I, I've been, I've been seeing it. I've seen the comics, I or the comment sections. Everybody bitching, oh, Marvel woke this, and they're trying to check the boxes, and she's, you know, they're trying to. I mean, let, the- let, let, let's, let's 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 name it off. She's a Native American woman, deaf, amputee. So yeah. I mean, so yeah, she she is bingo <laughs> with that, you know. Yeah, she is deaf <laughs> in the comics. Um, right. But yes, this actress, she has, she is an amputee. She that is a prosthetic leg that is real in the show, um, and she's from just over here in Menominee, Wisconsin. She's Ojibwe, just over here, up in these parts. Okay, so 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 we claim it. We claim it. I, oh, I yeah. know a lot of time. Okay, just making sure. I know a lot of time we got native characters being played by you know Filipino actors and Asians stuff like that. So and, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. No, so this this not that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's straight up uh, Ojibwe, just over here in Wisconsin. Um, yeah. So pretty cool. I, I, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I said, I thought they were just going to like have her show up and not do much with the character, you know, just, you know, check a box and she's gone, but no, she seems to be a prominent plot point through the whole story. Her character is involved in this story, significantly involved in the story. So I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, so like I said, if you haven't watched uh, Hawkeye, definitely get on train. Hey, what up going down with Agent Sid? Do you think we'll ever get Disney and Bobby Moore? No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, if it was, well, first off, it doesn't fit in the MCU. I've always been confused by the MCU Hawkeye Love Life. Okay, um, <laughs> let, let me address that for a second. Okay, like I said, for those who don't know, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Bobby Morris is Mockingbird. They said that in there, but in the comics, Mockingbird and Hawkeye are married. Uh, however, Hawkeye is married on this show also. And I have a theory that his wife might've been a shield agent. Oh yeah. It, re- reason I say that because. What's his wife's was, name? Does it, what's, her, what's his wife's name? Laura, Laura, oh, okay. Laura Barton. Yeah. Something like that. So, cause the thing was like, he was breaking down his whole plan of how he was going to, you know, get the track suits to stop following what's her face. And she knew the plan. Oh, you're going to use one of Nat's old moves. So she knows the business. She knows all the tricks and the trades like that. And I'm like, why would he say say all this bad information to her unless 
she is a former shield agent herself and that's maybe how they met so they don't they don't really go into all the details stuff like that but i, I thought that was pretty cool and, and plus bobby morris on ages of shield was married also there's another the guy hunter which i <laughs> felt like was kind of like a hawkeye standing himself but yeah I like how Hawkeye said he was another role model and never was in retrospect to contract him as Avengers member and the shield agent and an assassin. <laughs> That's the thing. So he's still he's still having uh you know feeling guilty of the stuff he did as Ronin, not just the shield stuff he did, not just the Avengers stuff he did, but the five years he went murdering people, you know. Uh just like when he couldn't he couldn't say the truth what happened to Echo's father to a face, you know. Uh Black Widow killed him. Uh, I was there when she did it. And in a, in a way, it's the truth, like how Obi-Wan said, from a certain point of view. You know, <laughs> technically, Black Widow did kill Ronan. Because when That's she gave what I hope. see a lot of people bitching about. Like, whenever yeah. I see, like, the Echo posts, like, check out yeah. Echo on Hawkeye. And, like, where's Yelena? I want Yelena. Ah, uh, don't worry yeah. about that. It, <laughs> I'm not even really worried about Yelena because we already know what's going to happen with that. It's going to be the same superhero fight we've always seen before. It's going to be a misunderstanding. They're going to understand what's going to happen and going to team up. Boom. That's it. So I don't know why everybody's tripping over that, you know. Because um, she's supposed to make an appearance, right, on the show some at some point? Yeah, yeah. She's been confirmed. She's been confirmed. She's going to be on the show. So, yeah. I mean, that's and, the, oh, but, oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> People bitching the, as always, yeah. But the most damaging thing is that she has an image of Clint in the Ronin outfit. That's what has me wondering. Not the fact that she's going to kill him or not. She's got, she actually has proof that he was running. So, because he's been trying to hide that the whole time. So, yeah, that's all. So, uh, like I said, I'm excited for episode four. I want to see where episode four goes. Just see where the rest of this series go. I would like for Kingpin to show up, but if Kingpin doesn't show up, it's not going to, it's not going to make a break. I'll, I'll live if he doesn't see you Ronan PG-13 Punisher as possible. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why you don't really, you're not going to see Ronan, but you you know Ronan did some shit, but they're not going to show what he did. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, can we move on past that? Oh, we, we still got more to talk about? Yeah, okay, cool. All right, just briefly, just briefly, we saw a little clip of, oh, and this just dropped, what, yesterday? Yeah, last night. Yeah, so we actually got some fresh news to talk about. So, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse, Part one dropped the trailer. Uh, I didn't see Peter Parker in it anywhere, so it may just be just focused just on Miles. Basically, uh, Gwen, Spider Gwen, she like hops through a portal like Rick and Morty, some stuff. You like, you want to go multiverse hopping? You're like, okay. And next thing you know, they cut to it, and he's getting a fight with Spider Man 2099. You know, for those who don't <laughs> know, yes, Spider Man 2099 is a character. He was a thing back in the 90s when he did the whole 2099 thing. And he and he is being voiced by Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac said he is coming back. So Oscar Isaac is going to be everywhere next year, you know. And keep in mind, this is across Spider Verse Part One. Part One. So Part One. And Miles was getting his ass kicked by Spider Man 2099 because if you read those comics, Spider Man 2009 is actually kind of brutal. So honestly, I don't imagine Miles hanging with. I don't imagine Peter hanging with him. You know. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, this, I was this, totally stoked. I was like, oh shit, because it like. Picked up right off for the last. I love Into the Spider Verse. I just watched that the other night. Just happened to watch it the other night. It's I a rewatchable it movie. It is. I love movie. that fucking movie. It might be my favorite Spider Man movie ever. It's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. I just watched that so much, and just seeing that, seeing like them pick up right where it left off, and seeing Miles again, and then 
the awkward the awkwardness when Gwen shows up and he's like throwing. Oh, he's like hiding and stuff like that. Oh. And she's showing. <laughs> she saw the drawing. I'm so glad that that was the only drawing that she found to him because let's be honest, he's 15 years old. You know what he would have been doing. Yeah, I just, I just had again. My, I had a smile on my face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm excited for it too. Miles totally forgot like, about uh, No Way Home. I was like, I was no. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, that's how it happened last second. Like, didn't like the uh uh in the Spider Verse come out with the other Spider Man movie came out. I'm like. Well, this Spider-Verse movie was a way better movie than this Marvel shit that came out. So, yeah, maybe it happened yeah. the same way. So, I don't know. Uh, okay, this one's on you. This is on all on you. So, we got oh, here. Oh. I don't know. I don't really know what this is. So, you got to break it down to me. I got some. Uh, damn it. Why do I keep bringing that window up? When you have newts. I have. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Go Brought back. You back. So, Our they finally. Water. They finally. Uh, dropped images and a trailer. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the newest one. Another one coming out, got picked up by Netflix. It was supposed to come out in the theaters, but, you know, COVID happened, and uh, so then Netflix picked it up. So it's coming out in February on Netflix. It's, uh, I don't know who it's directed by, but it's produced by the guy who directed don't breathe and the 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 new evil the, the evil dead remake um and uh, it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the very original another one <laughs> interesting and like they have a, they they keep doing that <laughs> ignore all the other <laughs> like sequels. like halloween yeah just like halloween ignore all the other movies this is the direct sequel to the to the original <laughs> until um, the next one until the next one um and I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Um, I saw the trailer. The trailer looks pretty cool. You know, we see chainsaws. We see Leatherface with a fucking, uh, you know, holding up some skin, holding up a Leatherface. Um, there's a pretty cool shot of this chick crawling through a crawl space. And then you see the chainsaw coming through the, 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 the floor and kind of chasing after the chainsaw blade, chasing after kind of like upside down shark fin. You know, I thought that looked pretty cool. Um, however, I've heard, and I don't even know if this is real or not because it's all it's not really confirmed. It's all speculation. But I have heard the synopsis for the story because I guess there was a test screening, and uh -oh. um, a bunch of people, yeah, a bunch of people saw it, and they have been leaking. They've been leaking the fucking uh, the the synopsis, what this movie is about. So it's old. It's like basically old man Leatherface. He's been alive this whole time. He's been laying low, uh, in hiding, living with his mom. <laughs> okay. And um, I guess, I, I okay, I guess um, I'll go to this next image. I guess these kids, they're like a town of like. So these millennials show up and buy a small town in Texas. And they're okay. like liberals or something, and they start pissing off all the conservatives. Liberals in Texas? Yeah, that, they that buy a town. That sound right. Yeah, they buy a town and start changing it to liberal city or whatever, and in, in, in this conservative Texas. So right away, I'm like, oh shit. Okay, I'm I'm thinking, okay, if that's the plot, I'm pretty sure they're not from Texas. No, they're not <laughs> they from Texas. Show, yeah, they're not they're, from Texas. They just show up. Yeah, they're, they're just yeah. showing up to liberate Texas or whatever, <laughs> and it pisses <laughs> off all the. 
the rednecks around them. But and then Leatherface shows up back and starts killing them or something. I don't know. It sounds really dumb, but I don't know if it's confirmed. I mean, like I said, it's all speculation. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I most of the Texas Chainsaw movies do suck. I do like the the original um, sequel directed by uh, yeah. Liberal hey, that one with Jessica Biel in that tank top. I yeah, love that, the, the, that remake. I like that. I like yeah. that. Um, I thought that was really cool. I didn't like the, the then they did a sequel to that one. I thought that that was one cool. sucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they it had cool cool kill scenes, but it happens like over a day. It's like a prequel. Like they decide, okay, I lost my job. Let's start eating people. You know, it's it's like yeah, that. It ha- yeah, like yeah, it, it's kind of it kind of it's kind of dumb, but uh, but most of them do suck. Um, and yeah, I I don't know. Like I said, the best sequels. It's it's hard to, you know, if you just stick to the formula. But Texas Chainsaw sort of, you know, invented a formula, and they just don't ever go back to it. I guess. So, yeah, I, but I guess they're trying to modernize the family. I guess with the liberal, whatever you know. Uh, yeah, see. yeah, he's got to be Never. an old man. Like I said, it's old man Leatherface. Yeah, it's, it's Halloween, just like Halloween. Yeah, Michael Myers. Yeah. He's supposed to be in the, even though he's doing all this wild shit. He's supposed to be in his seventies, just like Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Old man, but Michael Myers, old lady Laurie. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'm of course I'm gonna watch it. I don't know. I don't have high hopes for it now. It's on Netflix, so I guess I watch it too. It's you know. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll do a review. <laughs> we'll do, yeah, we'll do a review on Texas Chainsaw. Might as well. I don't really watch horror movies like that, so I, I'm gonna just go in with fresh eyes. Even though I I did see the original, I saw. I'll the hold Jessica your Biel hand one. while we watch it. <laughs> yes, because like I said, today is La- Mars Lars' birthday, so <laughs> I'm still triggered over that. Who? Lars March from Pee Wee oh, uh, Big Adventure. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It was the worst accident I've ever seen. Anyway, let's go past that. Uh, now we're going to move on to the video game section. Uh, let's talk about this first. Talk about this bullshit. Okay, so this is a rumor. I don't like to do rumor sites, but it came from Bloomberg. So I give it the benefit of the doubt, and it kind of makes sense. Uh, apparently, PlayStation is supposed to plan something that's supposed to rival Xbox Game Pass. I guess people forgot that they already have something to rival Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Now, but nobody ever uses it, anything like that. So they're just going to just do what they're do- doing. So what I've been hearing is that they're basically going to like combine the services and like that and just make one thing. But I don't know how it's going to go. That's all Bloomberg has. All I can say right now is that PlayStation Now sucks. It's, at this point, Sony does not give a shit about it. I'm going to show you something. This... uh. Because, you know, I got the dual, the dual sense, right? This PlayStation 5 controller. Even though I don't have a PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5 controller. This controller is awesome, Eli. I'm be honest with oh, you, yeah? it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I was going to shit on it, but I can't shit on it. Only thing is, it's, it's a little heavier than what I'm used to, but I can deal with it. It's cool. Um, but my thing is, if you're going to do something with PlayStation now, do something with it. Like, make it where you can download all the games. Make it where this controller is actually compatible with it. Because it's not compatible with it right now. So that means you really don't care. Have more games in there. Stop rotating games. Have first party games on there. Basically, just do what Xbox is doing and just do that. I don't know why they won't do that. You know, uh, PlayStation now, PlayStation there, epic debate. So 
Uh, not really. No, PlayStation Now is a a thing, but yeah, okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's all I got from there. So I'm gonna just move on past this. And this one, I saw this actually like this morning. Well, not this morning, but yeah, I saw it this morning. Uh, like I said, I think next week. Yeah, next week, Halo comes back. Halo Infinite. It got pushed back last year. They blamed it because of COVID, but it's probably because of ugly graphics. But now it's back, <laughs> and now it's supposed to be this thing. And the fan base has gotten so rabid and so toxic, just like how Halo fanboys always are, that they had to shut down the Reddit site because they got all these differences like that. Basically, what happened is they're not putting in all the game modes that they had in yet. And that's why they're bitching and complaining stuff like that. They're but to kill each other over that? Uh, the, the the people that made the game. You know you know how it always is. Death threats, you know. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> they're not going to leave their mom's basement, much less kill somebody, you know. Or swat them uh, or whatever. What's that called? Swat them. Oh, yeah, they will do that crazy stuff. But that's about all they will do. Uh, but they can trace who, trace who did those calls, so they're just getting just as much trouble also. Um, but my thing is, the game isn't even out yet. They're bitching over a beta. They're ba- bitching over a free download that they just had that's not even the full game. And they're bitching because it's not the full game. So, like I said, this is this is Halo for you, this Halo fan. It's, it's bringing me all back, all those memories I have from Xbox Live, all those uh, racists, all those... Uh, want to be rappers, all the babies crying in the background, uh, people that, you know, breathing in the mic for no reason. It's, it's coming all back. I remember how toxic Xbox Live used to be in 2006. People talking about cancel culture. I'm so glad that they didn't have, like, recordings back then of that because we'd all be canceled, you know. Uh, That's why I never wore headphones when I played, man. I, you know, I couldn't stand that shit. Yeah, babies yeah, it, crying. Grab your juice. <laughs> Get your juice. You'll be like, ah, daddy, I want you to get your juice. Like, will you like, get, go like, feed you, your you, fucking kid, asshole? Like, right. Did, like, did you put the headset on the baby or something? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. let me see. Halo Tech's fan base brought me of active face swapping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Halo's way worse than that. <laughs> Only reason I had restarted PC games because you said you use a PC5 controller. I was like, what? I got to Yeah. Uh, like I said, Gabe, this thing is awesome. I'm not gonna lie, it's not like the Steam controller. That shit sucks. <laughs> this shit's awesome. <laughs> uh Xbox Live in 2000. Man, I wish I could have recorded some of this stuff. Some I'll be honest with you, Eli. I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I'll just say it anyway. Uh, but back in 2006, when I was playing like Halo and Call of Duty and all the Xbox Live, there used to be certain words that was flown at me all the time on there. I'll give you a hint of what the word was. My gamer tag was Black Rambo. So you can kind of guess what words were. So when my friends came over, they would hear those words also. But I got to the point that I wasn't even flinching anymore. They were like, dude, you're not even going to say anything? Like, oh, that's just how they talk. You know, so they just so, <laughs> yeah, I was so, I was so desensitized from it. That's just how it. they are. They're that's old just how fashioned. <laughs> yeah, I was desensitized because I heard the words so much. So when old new people fat, came That's just in, how people talked back that's then. That's just how they are, you know. <laughs> boys will be boys. <laughs> He's 12. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on past that. Uh, like I said, this is the comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books and we're just going to jump into it and Eli... You actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something for a second, Eli. I'm gonna remove you. You know what? I don't think anybody just heard us right then, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying. I got my phone. I could trying to see. I was watching. 
<laughs> oh, doesn't matter. I, I, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't kicking you out. I was just muting you just for a second. I just couldn't anyway. hear anything all of a sudden. I was like, "Oh shit, what's he doing?" <laughs> I, yeah, actually, because I muted myself by accident. But anyway, that that demonstration didn't go the way I wanted to go to. But I'm gonna you, let were you, you go trying first. to say? Uh, were you saying tonight on Comic Book Bullies? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing a promo. I was just showing oh. you how all the covers look alike. I, I can't really oh. show you how I want to, but yeah, this. This and this is always some dude fighting in fire. I'm like, is that every book? They all look the same. But anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna let you go first. What, what you got? Huh? Uh, I suppose I'll do Echo, right? Okay, I'll do Echo. Cool. Okay, since we since this is the Echo Show, we it's the Echo Show. It's the Echo Show. Um, so uh, Phoenix Song Echo Number Two. Uh, where is it? Blah, 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 blah. Do I, did I grab it? I didn't grab it, did I? Damn! One, two, how many? How many books did I did I do? Did I grab two? Oh, see, I grabbed two Nightwing, Nightwing covers. What a moron! Sorry, folks, so, I'm an idiot. So what you so what you saying is that Nightwing was awesome? That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so folks, I'll just bring this back up. I'll just share this again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Echo. Uh, Phoenix Song, Echo, number two, um, written by Rebecca Roanhorse. She's a native author who writes novels. Um, and Real they gave books. her a comic. Okay. Real yeah. books, yeah. Books without pictures. Ooh, <laughs> she's fancy. So, of course, a comic book should be easy to write. Right, just wrote this shit on the way over to the, to the office. <laughs> wrote this shit on the shitter. <laughs> right. You know, but I, so anyways, um, like I said, Echo has acquired the Phoenix Force in Jason Aaron's uh, Avengers run. And uh, the last, the first issue, she was kind of, kind of going ham, man. She, she can't control it. She's like burning up like thugs on the street. You know, uh, you know, Elektra, who is now the acting daredevil, is like, yo, man, you're too powerful for the streets. You got to like go to space or something. You're like a Omega level world breaker now. You gotta like go to space or some shit. So she takes off, you know, basically leaves Hell's Kitchen and then um Forge, you know, because it's natives. Forge tries to yep. yeah, yeah, your boy Forge tries to tries to trap her, but that doesn't uh work. She takes off and she's kind of questioning who she is. So she goes back to the res and uh try to, you know, back home and try to try to like uh you know figure out who she is and uh take some downtime. And she meets this dude named River. I think he's a mutant and he can, uh, he's a native guy and he can, his power is he can look into your past and know all your relatives, know your family tree, like know everybody you're related to in your, in your, in your, in your, in your um, ancestral. So life. he's like a 23 and me. That's his superpower. I guess. Yeah. He can look into nice. your past basically. Um, nice. okay. And uh, so this one picks up, we get, we get his origin story. His parents were killed. In a car wreck, but at the time of a car wreck, some shadow demon came and um, basically has been haunting him throughout his life. And um, then he meets Echo when she comes back, and he tries to warn her, like, "Yo, this uh, this demon, this shadow demon, wants the wants the Phoenix Force." And she's like, uh, oh, "Well, I, I'm well. Let's I'll fight him, you know, because she's all you know about kicking ass." So I guess the Phoenix Force amplifies his power. So he, 
he ends up they end up going through some like time warp portal back to the past back to her past and to the night her and her dad met and they're at a club you know it was the night her dad met her dad met her mom and uh, her mom was a waitress at this club and um right when they meet the shadow demon comes and kills her mom or kills her dad kills her mom basically and that basically erases her existence so now they're like oh shit we got to go back even further so they end up going back even further in in the past and um that's kind of where it ends so they're trying basically chasing this demon throughout history before he erases all of echo's bloodline all all of echoes so it's kind of got a uh back to the future yeah back to the future days of future past type of thing you know so i mean it's okay uh you know i'm uh you there yep he's frozen okay anyway while he's frozen just gonna go to the next book uh next book i got i'm going to do what am i going to do i'm going to do uh come back you like come back next book i'm going to do is x-men trial of magneto let's see who is this uh echo is not a mutant is she would be cool if the demon wanted her powers to be a demon bear no she's actually not a mutant she's not a mutant. she just learned her powers and phoenix phoenix just chose her because of her soul or something uh x-men has a lot of indigenous characters i don't know marvel used the property though they x-men has like a lot of characters black characters gay characters indigenous characters kind of like whatever you want to do that's it don't worry he'll be back uh, until then, what we're going to do, we're going to do X-Men Trial of Magneto number four of five. This is the book we're going to do. Uh, and let's see. And we're still going to do. Yes, that's the way people have to keep up the storyline. Basically, Wanda, Wanda was killed. Nobody knows who did it. Everybody thinks Magneto did it. And he may or may not have done it. But they're going to find out. Oh, make me bigger. Make me smaller. Okay. So basically how the book starts off is that wanda uh somehow that the five the five you know the people that actually resurrect everybody uh they have brought wanda back to life no actually she brought herself back to life she didn't they didn't bring her back she brought herself back and she's looking around doesn't know what's going around uh but it's like an older model of cerebro so they don't know what's going on so they put the baseball clothes on her and she goes on and that's where they got in like an issue three so she's talking to her family um and then they're still getting attacked by these monsters outside, these big monsters that are getting attacked. And yeah, so they take Wanda, basically Billy and Tommy, her kid, Wicked and Speed, they take her out and they basically try to talk to her and tell her what's been happening to her, that she is the one causing all these monsters. And basically she's in the shadow plane, fighting like an old Wanda version of herself. And basically the what she's doing is that she's, old Wanda is attacking her and she's look i'm not going to attack you anymore because you need to forgive yourself over all your past sins for the no more mutants for killing Attica harkness all the bad shit she's done before she didn't forgive herself because if she doesn't forgive herself her monsters are going to kill everyone she loves her monsters going to harm everybody she basically get it her demons her demons are attacking her loved ones because she can't forgive herself for what she's done so she got to solve herself otherwise you know everybody's gonna die so she does she finally comes to terms with herself forgives herself for the stuff she's done and all three of her like her old version of her her present version of her and her past version of her combine into one and they basically fight all these monsters all over Krakoa 
and yeah, they basically blow each other up. So that's it. So after they kill everybody, you think they're going to throw like a hero's weapon or like that, but they don't. The mutants still hate Wanda. They're saying the whole reason these monsters are here because you brought them here. And they were like, it's not her fault. They're like, it's always her fault. And she's like, well, if not. And, but Wanda knows who attacked her. Who did it? We don't know, but I guess we'll find out next week. So what's going on with this book? So it's basically like a, a thing, you know. Um, yeah, Wanda doesn't know whether or not she's getting attacked. But yeah, she's just going to keep going with the story because that's the thing. We got one more issue left with this trial of Magneto. But why is it still going? We don't even know because A, Wanda's not dead. So why is she even, they having a trial on this stuff like that? Let me see. Uh, Omega level Scarlet Witch. She's always been Omega level. So now it's like three of them and they, she, basically she didn't even really die. She like healed herself. They didn't even resurrect her. She resurrected herself. So that didn't make any sense on that. So since Eli's still gone, I'm just going to knock another one out real quick. Hopefully it'll come back because this is one I really want to do. Action Comics 1037. I don't know if everybody read Action Comics 1037. This is a wild book. That's all I got to say. So this book is Superman versus Mongol. Now, yes, we've seen Superman versus Mongol before, but not like this one. This is a different twist on the Superman versus Mongol storyline. Okay. Uh, don't worry. Eli will be back in a second. I'm going to still run through this book also. When he comes back in, I'm going to just let him just run through all his stories back to back to back to back. But until then, we're just going to keep going with this Superman versus Mongol story and this is the start of the second issue of world war rising that's what they call this issue um yeah so what makes this issue what makes this mongol fight different from the other one this is mongol's son and mongol's son is a little bit different he's prepared for superman this time so basically superman has been like spending the last 10 issues is going around dc recruiting members to go help him take down the, uh, the world war and he calls them the authority if you know who the authority is, that's an old team from Warren Ellis, like back in the 2000s, Paolo, Midnighter, blah, blah, blah. They're all back. And they're going to War World, and he's just ready to take them out. So the United Nations are watching him go to War World. And it's just like, well, Superman's down there. Maybe we should go help him. We need to send some guys down there. Let's send some Thanagarians. Let's send some Daxamites. Let's send some uh, Telemars, whatever like that. So the, the Lord Premier, who is now the, the leader who succeeded Superman as being the head of the United Planets, says, no, we're not going to send anybody. Why would you want to send anybody? Because if you go there, you know how crazy these worldworlders are. Uh, you know, they're a bunch of cannibals and child killers. You want to have them as your neighbors? You want to invite them over to your planet? Because they got to go somewhere if they get kicked off World War. Uh, hell, they killed a bunch of your, your own family members. So this is what we're going to do. Like I said, it's Superman. Superman is going in to handle this problem himself. Superman can easily fight this guy. So when Superman beats this guy, we'll figure out what to do with these crazy people. But if somehow Mongol beats Superman, do you really want to get on his bad side? Do you really want to get on his radar? So they just decided to sit out. The United Planets sit it out. They're like, Superman's going to handle this problem on itself. If he beats Mongol, cool. If he doesn't, it's on them. So Mongol's just like, look, the superman's minions i don't care what you do with them but superman is mine nobody touches them uh and then that's what superman kind of fit remembers who he is he's like yeah you you're mongol's son i beat you, your dad like plenty of times what makes you think this is gonna be any different you're like because i am not my father and so superman just goes at it see he got like the great temples right there so he's getting older um 
And yeah, and they fight it out. But and I'm just run through it real quick because apparently the the authority, like the people that Superman brought with them, they get taken out left and right. Like I think they get killed. Like they fight the uh Mongols minions and they just get taken out. Like Enchantress is the first one to go out. She gets eaten. Uh Apollo tries to help out Superman before he goes up there. Some dude just stands in his way just out of nowhere. Boom, knocks him down. And midnight is in wait, like. Wait, nobody can knock down Apollo. Like that just doesn't happen, you know. So Apollo, like, I just got the wind knocked out of me. I just go there and just take him out. So Apollo rushes, think he gets ready to get out. Boom, he's killed. Apollo's off the table. Entrance is off the table. So then Midnight is just like, no, I'm gonna kill you for that. So uh, Apollo and Steel rush. They do some stuff. Uh, Manchester Black is looking at this dude. He's just like, yeah, you you're the one controlling the big monster over there, aren't you? Uh, like, look, you can't do anything. Your telepathic tricks won't work on me. And I repel all energy blasts. He's like, cool. So he picks up a stick and beats him to death. Because <laughs> there's only way you can really fight this guy right here. So while he's beating him to death, Superman is attacking Mongol one more time. And he's actually kind of holding his own against Mongol. But Mongol has a trick up his sleeve. So Mongol is telling him, he's telling him a little trick he didn't know. Like, he was prepared for Superman. Because he knows that Superman is a power from the yellow sun. He's just like, look, World War doesn't have a sun. So what I did, I powered World War off the radiation of the red sun. It's pumping red solar energy in this whole planet right now. I knew you were coming. I was ready for you. So people don't know about Superman. Red solar energy is one of his weaknesses. Magic, kryptonite, red solar energy, also like that. So just being on World War makes him weaker. Superman was prepared for this fight. He realized he's fucked. So, uh, like I said, then the big monster starts fighting. And there's a speedster on the authorities team also. I don't know her name, but a few pages is not going to matter anyway. Uh, because the big monster grabs her and smashes her to the ground. So that's pretty much it for her. You know, Superman takes the big monster, flies him out of there, goes back to the speedster. She's dying, last breath. Meanwhile, the crowd is shouting Mongol's name. They love Mongol. He's their hero. So even if Superman does beat him, it doesn't really matter. So while she's getting ready to die, Superman sheds a tear for her, but he took his eye off the ball. Why? Because Mongol is right there. Bam. Catches him. Stabs with a kryptonite spear. So, and he tells him, like, that's your weakness. Not kryptonite. Not red solar energy. You care about these weaker humans. That's your weakness. And he lifts him up in the air. And you're like, and that's why you did. So the United Planets sees the whole thing in the heart. They're like, wait, guy just killed Superman? And they were like, well, we need to do something. They're like, well, what are you going to do? The guy just killed Superman. What are you going to do? Go attack World War? All he's going to do is enslave your planet too, just like he did the rest of them. You're just going to get on his radar. I mean, he killed Superman. What do you think he's going to do to you? So they're like, they can't do anything about it. Like, they best to just pretend like none of this ever happened. Just erase the footage. Superman died. Just stays off on the planet. And that's it. So they leave. This is like, may our gods have mercy on us all. And when they leave, the Lord Premier smiles just a little bit. So obviously, he's in on it a little bit. So that's what's going on with it right now. So yeah, Superman's dead, man. What what the hell? Let's see. What do we got here? Oh, hey, Eli. Uh, appreciate you for coming. <laughs> Let me know if you can jump in the podcast. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's going on right now. So that's insane. We all know Superman isn't dead because future state auto predicted that he's going to be a slave in World War anyway. So he'll be back. Uh, 
let's see it's hard superman and gladiator bloodbath yeah and if you read the uh like the future state book that's basically what happened he becomes a slave world war and he's just fighting the gladiator battles all the time also uh dang three people dead what about natasha irons uh oh there you go let's see uh yeah man you missed it <laughs> There you go. I don't, I don't know if you Damn, were I was I, I was on a roll, man. I was talking mad shit. Making I know you was all introspective and you just went profound, <laughs> profound statements and shit. I was changing the world with my speech, and then I the internet cut out. I mean, like I mean, you just saw like so here's how you fix global I mean, we're uh <laughs> Uh, the global I, economy, you know, it was like the end of Escape from New York. Or that that tape got shredded at the end. That was right. to, like you know. So no matter you know, what you do, make shit. sure you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how we got there. So yeah. So still, uh, Natasha didn't die, but I'm pretty sure Midnight is dead. Apollo's dead. Enchantress dead. That speech that we don't know name is dead. Superman's dead. But he'll be back. Oh, you talking about of- Superman and the Authority or something? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Mongo like killed everybody. That's the book I just reviewed. Um, okay. And plus, I didn't know that was like the only Clark Kent Superman book out right now. So it's not like you know, like the Superman run. That's not a thing. That's just Jonathan over there. So mm-hmm. this is the only Clark Kent Superman book on the market right now. It's actually telling the story, so it's pretty cool. Uh, Eli, you're up now. Actually, you, you're not even that far behind. I think you're up next anyway. Okay. So you actually um, didn't miss anything. Well, three out of five for the Echo Book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what y'all heard. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you was you was talking at it, and I heard you getting introspective. You just just froze. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, and then I was going on and on and on, and then like five minutes went by, and then I like, Leroy, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like that racist bastard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh so i guess my next book will be venom number two okay uh now here's the thing the the reason i didn't read this book is because one i don't think al ewing is on this book i think they pass it off as a bait and switch with some dude named ram v and venom cat i'm like no Uh -uh. no cat venom no Um, i didn't sign up there's there's a venom cat yeah (laughs) yeah i didn't sign up for this so uh, i'll let you I want to see if you can um, yeah. sell me on this. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so from what I understand is they're going to do like, they're doing, um, they're switching every month. So the Dylan stuff is going to be written by this Ram V. Mm-hmm. And the, the space Venom, Green Lantern, you know, Venom and space shit, that's going to be Al Ewing. So Cosmic Venom is going to be Al Ewing. So next month will be Al Ewing. Oh, and and okay. you know what? I'm not interested in in space venom. <laughs> space. Oh, so you rather venom. read? You rather read the Ram V stuff? Okay. Uh, no. After this show, I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's action packed. There's a lot of action in it. It picks up where last, you know, issue left off. There's somebody looking for Dylan. You know, of course, Eddie's in space doing being a space cop. Um, and uh, so Dylan, uh, you know. He he basically train hops. He's being a hobo. He train hops and uh, he's on the run. And um, yeah, from from whoever these motherfuckers are chasing him, and there's a bunch of fighting, lots of action, plenty of action, cool art. Um, but yeah, it's a little fluffy. It's a like you know what I'm saying it's a little fuzzy for me. Yeah, the Venom Cat, you know, 
Venom kind of talk. He's not really supposed to bond with Venom as much. He's not supposed to use Venom, but he will when, you know, people try to kill him and shit. But yeah, it seems a little too fuzzy. You know, it's 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 such a different direction than the Donny Cates run. Where Donny Cates was all horror and monsters and kind of like a spawn, you know, feel. This is more right. of a more of a like, you know, a, a, an eighties an eighties kids kind of like the Goonies. It's, it's like the, reminds me of the Goonies or something like that. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how far, if I'm gonna how 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 much longer I'm gonna stay on this. So I might I might be giving Venom a rest for a little bit because I'm not sure if I like good guy Venom, space cop Venom. You know. I mean, they, they got to put some Venom out. You know to. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's because the, movies of the movie. Are making, yeah, yeah. 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 I just don't know if I'm into this Venom. Yeah, space cop Venom. Again. Yeah, this thing uh, Bendis did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, space cop Venom with the Guardians. Yeah, that was a thing. So, so yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Two out of five. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'll give it a three out of five. Won't be that harsh. There is some cool action scenes, you know, and cool art. I just don't like the direct. It's just not for me. It doesn't appeal to me. You know. I was like somebody else might like yeah. it. You know, y'all. Somebody might like it, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I I can't do it, but yeah. If y'all do it, that's just. But I I couldn't do cat venom. I just thought I was like, okay, that's where we're going with this. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's like he he's like yeah he's like the the the, the baby group character, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, oh yeah. There's a there's a symbiote cat. That's that's Eddie or Dylan's little pet, little alien pet. You know, cat from outer space, like the cat from Captain Marvel, kind of like that. The flarkin. Yeah, I couldn't do that. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, here's the thing eli i can't log into my dc universe account i forgot it so i can't do the hardware book that i bought because i'm not gonna buy it but i'll just give you a review i you know what i'll just talk about it just see what it is hardware goes to singapore uh when he goes to singapore he meets his other mentor that's warring with the current mentor that's trying to kill him and when he gets there of uh, the mentor that's trying to kill him calls the guy because he knows he's over there he's like i'm gonna give you 48 hours to give him up he's like but he's given them like something he's been wanting for like the last 20 years, like some source code that he bought from. Him. So he was like, well, let me think about it. He was like, if you give them to me 48 hours, I'll give you the source code. If you don't, I'm going to come over there, take him and I give you shit. So let me know what you're going to do. And that's how the book ends. So boom, that's, that's all I'm going to do with hardware. Uh, but yeah, you, you got another book. Uh, New Mutants. Number... New Mutants? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so unless I can log into my account, I'm, I guess I'm booked out. So let me see. So we got New Mutants. Uh, New Mutant number 23. Okay. I'll bust this up. Hopefully I don't kick the internet off or something. <laughs> no, it's kinda, I'm wondering if it's the weather. I don't know. Like every, nothing was working in my house. Like my phone wasn't I mean, working. What- uh so i mean is that bad up there right now because yeah oh it's snowing out but usually we get snow all the time i mean you know that never happened before but for some reason yeah Uh, uh, the shadow king okay yeah my whole internet went out you know everything in the house my phone the tv wasn't working and so i just rebooted the on the modem you know i waited for that to be so actually works now but so yeah uh new mutants number 23 um we have the yes amal farouk the shadow king 
they're in the mindscape. Uh, the, 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 the new mutants um, are kind of like fighting. They went to face off Shadow King last issue. They are now inside the mind of the Shadow King. He's fucking with them. It's the whole mindscape. And they're going through some weird nightmare landscapes and stuff. It's uh, very reminiscent of uh, kind of like the Matrix or Freddy Krueger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's all a dream. It's inside the mind and shit. And they're all, uh, you know. And they end up finding Amal Farouk as a child. They, like, unlocked her, like, going through all his memories. They're in his mind. So they're going through all his memories. They find Amal Farouk as a child before the Shadow King took him over. And so they end up reasoning with the kid. Like, no, man, don't, you know, you, you've, you've suffered a lot. And, you know, don't let this Shadow King asshole turn you into an asshole and um so they end up uh um talking sense into child amal and he ends up sort of at the end of the book he kind of like uh incapacitates the shadow king um i should put up i bring up that 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 panel because yeah at the end he's like you know, they he they, they come out of his mind and then he's back and it's um he's kind of crying at the end, you know, kind of saying I'm sorry. So so yeah, they're making progress. So but it was pretty cool. It kind of reminded me of the show Legion. Um uh you yeah, know Shadow King one, was on there. Yeah. Where Shadow King was on there, but it was like the same sort of you know, you know, uh idea of you know being in all these different what was a dream? What was it real? They're all sort of in all the astral planes in and out of different realities. That's what this kind of reminded me of. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this, you know, so four out of five. Cool. Okay. Uh, you got one more, don't you? I Hello? do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're done. Are you there? Yeah. Cause I, I couldn't, I couldn't log into. Yeah. Cause I, 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 you know, I did a whole book. <laughs> I, I did three. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was gone a while, man. Wow. You you were gone a while, but yeah, I did like I a whole in, book while you were gone, but yeah. Yeah, I was like in another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do uh this uh Nightwing annual. Okay, I've been hearing good things about that. I should have read this, but I knew you were gonna review it, so it's like yeah, I just wait. Well, yeah, it, this was good. Tom Taylor, you know, I'm digging his running right now. Um, this is annual, so like a, a nice fun story annuals are always fun um so yeah he teams up with uh with jason with uh, the red hood uh, apparently somebody is going around killing criminals um and kind of framing red hood um there's footage of red hood killing like a mobster and and some goons it turns out the mobster was an fbi informant and the his 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 goons were like uh fbi agents like undercover fbi agents and um so and it's footage they actually have footage of of red hood killing wing goes and confronts jason he's like it wasn't me blah blah blah. let's go figure out who it is and it turns out it's clayface um clayface was hired by some by the the guy who used to drug deal he was an old drug dealer in gotham and he's the one who sold 
the bunk drugs or the, the, the toxic drugs or whatever, the drugs that Jason's mom OD'd on. Um, and so they go after the guy and uh, they get him. And there's some flashbacks of when Jason and, uh, and Dick met when they were kids, like right, right when Jason was, uh, you know, being a Robin and there's like a nice scene where Jason shows up and, you know, you know, Jason's grounded. He's like, yeah, um, you know, Batman's always, you know, comparing me to you. Why can't I be more like Dick? Blah, 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 blah. And Dick's like, well, you know, he fired me, you know, so don't <laughs> feel so bad. So, you know, kind of cool little, the brothers bonding and shit. So yeah, it was a cool episode. Uh, cool episode. It was a cool book. So yeah, you don't really get too much, you know, Nightwing and, and Jason, you know, just bonding instead of not fighting each other, you know. Yeah, yeah, they, they so. team up. They team up and, uh, yeah, it was cool. Okay. So, oh, yeah, I, I did say the twerkers. Uh, the twerkers are in route. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. And uh, that's all the books any, I got. Okay, like I said, I'm booked out also. Um, yeah, like I said, you listen this long, different like, share, subscribe. Uh, Eli, I think when when is uh Matrix come out? Oh, around Christmas, right? No, I think I thought Mom was blown up. Yeah, she's blown up now, but she was a drug addict before she got blown up. She was a yeah. yeah she didn't die from the OD, but she was like she OD'd and like almost died, according to this. Yeah, yeah. unless they change some stuff, but yeah, uh, I yeah, because I think the yeah, because I think Matrix comes out a week before Spider Man. I think Spider Man comes out next week after this. So I think Matrix is Spider-Man was on Christmas. I thought they're both on Christmas. Or I thought the Matrix is like on Christmas. Mm-mm. Both are before Christmas. Like Matrix is before okay. Spider-Man. So I think Spider-Man is a week. So if it is, we review the Matrix because what else we got to do? It's going to be That'll on, be on HBO. So yeah. It'll be on HBO. So we're just watching yeah. it. It'll be whatever. So Yeah. I don't know uh, if I'm going to so go what? to the theater for Spider-Man. So. <laughs> That's cool. I'll just review it and it will go from there. And I'll let you know if Wolverine and Daredevil and everybody else is in it. So, right. yeah, but uh, yeah, if you listen along, just like, share, subscribe. We have other podcasts. We have us. We have the Season Comics, and those are the only two I'm going to promote because I don't know who or what else or what else is on the on the platform. So that's all we're going to go with. So until then, this is Leroy. He say good night, Gracie. <laughs> good night, Gracie. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. But baby, it's cold outside. Got to go but away. baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in. I'll hold your hands, they're just like the ice. Beautiful, work. what's your heart? Listen to the fireplace so roar. Really Beautiful, please don't well, hurry. Put some records on while I pour. Baby, it's bad out there. No cabs to be had out there. Your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Mind if I move in closer. What's the sense of hurting my pride? Well, baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold. Outside I simply must go but Baby, it's cold outside 
Baby, it's cold outside. The welcome is How been. lucky that you dropped so in. Nice and Look out the window at the storm. Gosh, your lips look my delicious. Waves upon the tropical shore. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Never such a pleasure before. But baby, you'd freeze out there. Say, lend me a coat. It's up to your knees out there. You've really been I thrill when you touch my hands. How can you do this thing to me? Think of my lifelong sorrow. If you got pneumonia and I, I really get stay. over that old doubt, baby, it's cold. Baby, it's cold outside. 